welcome back to Cancer Perspective. Thank you for joining us. Today we're going to talk about blood clots and its relationship to cancer. People with cancer are at a higher risk of developing blood clots. It's estimated that as many as 20% of all cancer patients will develop a clot. Although it's not 100% understood, we know that cancer sends out abnormal chemicals. Our blood supply, just like the rest of us, has a very precarious balance of bleeding and clotting chemicals. We can think of cancer as unusually sticky, and that stickiness can mean that the cancer cells are producing or causing an imbalance in those clotters over the bleeders. When our body is trying to form a clot, it's usually to help stop bleeding. But when it's done inappropriately, there'll be a gel-like substance blocking the flow of a vein or an artery. Most common, because of how the blood circulates, a clot will have more likely formed in a vein than an artery. The more problem area is in deep veins. Clotting factors include thrombin. So when we hear of a clot, it can often be called a thrombus. So we get the term deep vein thrombosis or thromboembolism. Embolism means a full blockage. You will hear it referred to as a DVT. Another term is a venous thromboembolism or VTE. Some studies show that a person with cancer is at higher risk of developing a DVT within the first few months after their diagnosis. Interestingly, if somebody is trying to figure out why they developed a DVT without any other known risk factor, the workup will often include checking for an unknown cancer, and that's how they get their diagnosis. Deep veins are usually in one of the larger veins. Most commonly, that's going to be in the thigh or the calf of your legs, but it can happen in the arm as well. If a blood clot breaks off or breaks apart and this ball of gel travels through the body into the lung, that could potentially block blood flow in the lung. That's called a pulmonary embolism. Pulmonary embolisms are a medical emergency because it can affect your ability to breathe. Because of that risk, DVTs or signs and symptoms of having a blood clot should be taken seriously at all times. Signs include swelling, particularly behind the calf, Usually one leg is more swollen than the other leg, and you have pain or tenderness that has no other cause, usually in the calf or behind the thigh. If the skin is warm or that's red and you have a diagnosis of cancer or some other factor that puts you at higher risk for blood clots, this should be evaluated quickly. 
Of course, a sign or symptom of the blood clot that's in the lung may include difficulty breathing or chest pain, especially worsening when you're taking a deep breath or coughing. And your heart is usually pumping a little bit faster to try to get that oxygen flowing. Cancer is a risk for blood clots by itself. Other risks include having a catheter or a port in your vein to help deliver treatment or draw blood from. One study I read said that as many as 50% of patients with cancer will have some form of catheter. In addition, surgery or hospitalization or infection can increase your risk for blood clots. These are all things that patients newly diagnosed with cancer can experience at a higher rate than people without cancer. Besides these risk factors, there includes heart and lung diseases or diabetes, being inactive or sitting too long, traveling for long hours, especially with your legs crossed, or immobility such as extended bed rest, being overweight or obese, and smoking are all risk factors that we've discussed that put you at higher risk for cancer itself, but also put you at higher risk for developing a clotting issue. There are people who have had some sort of trauma that sets off the clotting cascade and it gets out of balance, broken bones or muscle injuries, and then there's family histories of disorders that cause blood clots that you may inherit. On top of those risk factors for blood clots, treatment itself can put you at higher risk for blood clots. Certain medicines or chemotherapies in particular, and then there are certain diagnoses that are at higher risk, usually diagnoses involving the lower pelvis like ovarian or prostate cancer. If one of your medications puts you at higher risk, your team will often tell you whether or not they want to add a medication to decrease the likelihood of clots, such as a baby aspirin included in your regimen. If you were to have a sign of a blood clot in the cancer setting, your team is likely already very aware of your higher risk. And if you should have a sign like swelling in your lower leg or pain that is not expected, your team will likely send you for a Doppler or an ultrasound that uses sound waves to check the blood flow of your deep veins. If they're concerned about the possibility of a pulmonary embolism, you'll likely get a CT or a CAT scan as well. And then there's a type of test that measures both the oxygen flow within your lungs and the blood flow within your lungs called a VQ scan that will help identify any blood clots. So if your cancer team is aware of higher risks of blood clots, why doesn't everybody get put on some anti-clotting medication? Well, that's because of the risks that come with that too. There are risks and interactions between many cancer treatments and anti-clotting agents, including baby aspirin or full-dose aspirin, 
even ibuprofen in a leave is not a good idea unless it is discussed clearly and openly with your cancer team. You cannot self-medicate the risk of blood clots away, but you can take action in being a little bit more active and knowing the warning signs so that you can have a open and important discussion with your cancer team. If you are put on medication because you had a blood clot, sometimes it is a medication that changes. You might start with something like heparin IV in the hospital, then transition to injections, and then transition to something that you take by mouth, potentially. There are many more choices now than there had been in years past and your team will decide which one is most appropriate for you. Sometimes if you have a blood clot, you are on this medication for life, and sometimes it is a shorter period of time. Being on a medication like that can make you bruise easier because you're trying to thin down that blood a little bit, and it can even have side effects of making you bleed too easily. So you have to be watched closely when you start on these medications. Things you can do to help yourself prevent blood clots if you have not had them and to prevent new clots include avoiding smoking, maintaining a healthy weight, staying active, and if you are chair-bound or bed-bound, ways to stay active include ankle pumps or wiggling and circling your ankles that kind of pumps the blood in the back of your calves and circulates it or doing arm raises above your head to keep your upper body blood flow moving. Taking deep breaths and an occasional cough keeps your lungs nice and ventilated. Wearing compression stockings helps push the blood flow through. And if you're going on long trips, making sure that you get up and move around regularly. If you do have a DBT and it improves, you may still have long-lasting effects of the damage to that vein. That can include that vein always being just a little bit more sore than the other ones or causing some swelling when you've been on that leg for the whole day. Those things are normal, but you want to discuss with your oncology or cancer team what normal should be for you so that you can identify any changes that need to be reported quickly. Our goal is to help you maintain optimal health, and there are many ways we can do this during and after cancer diagnosis. We're always here for you. Thank you for joining us. Take care and spread kindness.